This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Hey, I know you guys need it. We're going to heat things up here on this Monday for you here on Montana Talks. I mean, Chester, Montana, the coldest place in the entire contiguous United States on Saturday morning, 59 below zero. And I don't even think that was with a wind chill. We had records broken across the state left and right when it comes to all the global warming that took place over the weekend. Uh, record cold temperatures. Uh, but I don't, I don't know about you guys. But, but, hey, but anyway, we're going to heat things up for you because uh, normally we have John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter, with us every Tuesday on this show. Uh, but we got a special show. We're taking the show out on the road tomorrow. We're going to be broadcasting live from Warden, Montana. We're going to be at On the Rocks Restaurant and Bar. It's, apparently, it's an incredible new restaurant with some really good uh, really good beef, some really good steaks out there. But that's where we're going to be for tomorrow's show. So quick shout-out. Any of our friends listening to KBUL in the Huntley, Shepherd, Warden, Ballantyne areas, Stephen, Ballantyne, I'm talking to you. Uh, come out and see us uh, tomorrow morning. Our whole show, we're going to be broadcasting live uh, from uh, On the Rocks uh, restaurant and bar in Warden, right on Main Street in Warden. So we'll have the microphones open for anybody who wants to come on down. But I'll tell you what, Saturday morning, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sitting there. I got the fireplace going. Our cat is just like sprawled out, just sprawled out. I mean, sprawled out like some Democrat uh, uh, running for Congress in Virginia, like, you know, on some, you know, censored website or something. So I had to make fun of the uh, the uh, the radical environmentalists on Twitter. I said, boy, apparently our cat really likes natural gas. Uh, John, I don't know. Where were you at on Saturday morning? I was uh, trying to unthaw my frozen washing machine, which is frozen solid now going into day three because of all this global warming. That's what I was doing on Saturday. I love the way you put it on Twitter last night. Uh, how, how did you describe your appearance on Monday's show instead of Tuesday's? Global warming has forced you in early or something like that. Aaron, right? I know you've got the full contact list on your phone. Can you please get your boy Ryan Fussy there or whatever? Whatever his name is, or John Tester, or somebody, get up throw us some global warming over here. Can you can you get them on the phone? Well, they want to shut down the natural gas power plant in Laurel, and that's why I'm like, man, here's my. Apparently, our cat really likes natural gas because she's just sprawled out by the fireplace. I mean, I was like, cat, cover yourself up. Come on, this is just wrong. But I'm sitting there thinking, man, I I feel like Doctor Evil and Austin Powers. I mean, I've got the cat here and just sitting on the couch, you know, when it's like 29 below zero. And so this was the clip that came. In fact, I saw this via Twitter. It made me think of you. Look at freezing in here, Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> it's freaking freezing in here, Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> I was taking my dog out for, he's got to have his walks or he'll pout, right? So I'm, I'm taking him out and you get him out there for the first 30 seconds and he's lifting up his paws and, you know, looking at you. Know, they, I mean, they, they freeze quick. You can only have him out there for a few minutes. Oh, yeah. Our little beagle was like playing the hot lava game. <laughs> yeah. It's hot exactly. lava. The whole yeah. floor is hot lava. Just to... Just to go out, uh, go outside real quick. Uh, yeah, your dog must be finicky, making you walk in weather like this. So. Oh, he'll, he'll, he'll pout if I don't. I wasn't yeah. putting up with that. I'm staying inside. <laughs> I wasn't shoveling snow or nothing last night. So can't expect us to be. 
John Hannity moves to Florida full-time. Can you blame him? Hey, anyway, check out the photos of his new oceanfront home. We've got that at MontanaTalks.com. Plus, $125 million. Huge news for Glendive, an ammo manufacturer setting up shop in Glendive, Montana. A Hageman rushes to stop the federal land grab. She's a member of Congress out of Wyoming. Whole bunch of news stories. Go to MontanaTalks.com or make sure you got the app on your smartphone for that and more. If you- Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, one thing I want to do maybe later this hour of the show or or later on in the nine o'clock hour, Travis, don't worry about tracking it down. I was I was able to pull up the the audio uh, from our friend Tim and Savage already, but uh, Tim and Savage just made a, a great point talking about you know the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday and and how the left and the media. Oh, they, they'll virtue signal about Martin Luther King Jr. They'll talk about MLK all day, especially on MLK Day. But they really don't agree with his philosophy what, whatsoever. Uh, and it reminded me of a great piece at thefederalist.com that just got published uh, this morning. Uh, this is by Kendall Qualls. Kendall Qualls is, uh, let's see an executive faculty in residence at the Crown College School of Business, founder and president of the nonprofit foundation, uh, Take Charge. But but as a black American, Kendall Qualls basically has this headline in thefederalist.com. Leftists hate Martin Luther King because they care more about color of skin than content of character. And he shares Gallup polling results from 2002 and closer today. And back in 2002, nearly 70% of Americans rated race relations either good or very good. That was back in 2002. But after Barack Hussein Obama started racially dividing this country because he saw political benefit out of it, now less than 44% of Americans rate race relations as good or very good. Now, what Kendall Qualls says here is that a major reason is the mass marketing of critical race theory, systemic racism, and DEI by Democrats. Anyway, uh, John Jackson, again, great to have you here on this Monday. Thanks for coming in a day early. Your thoughts? Yeah, that is dead on, and, and you hit it exactly correct. What stopped all of it, what turned it back, turned us back to the 1960s and 1950s was Barack Hussein Obama. And it, he did that intentionally. It wasn't by design. Everything, and Rush Limbaugh called this on his show in, in uh 2008 when it was coming up to that election he said if y'all think voting for this guy is going to uh, benefit race relations in this country it is not it's going to take it back and it, he knew al- already what obama was going to do and you saw them for eight years anytime anybody criticized him or his wife they ran right out and threw the race card. played the race card time yeah. and time again they saw a political benefit from yeah. it yeah i uh so I, I worked at the 2004 political conventions. Crazy. crazy. That's been 20 years ago now. In fact, 20 years ago, I think I was probably in Israel right at this time. I got to go to Israel. I think that was probably 20 years ago this week. I'd have to go back and, and check the dates of when I was on that trip. But then later that year, um, I was working for the Today Show just as like a runner. 
uh, for NBC's Today Show uh, at both political conventions. I, I worked the Democrat convention and the Republican convention, and uh, that was when Barack Obama spoke at the 04 convention in Boston, and they they were just raving over it. There, I, I Was that the year when he gave his, there is no black America, there is no white oh, America God. speech, which is a good message. We all agree with that, but that's that's not how he... That's not how he how he worked as president of the United States. He com- he did a total 180, and he co- wanted to completely divide this country along racial lines. And it's a slap in the face of everything Dr. King fought for. Well, you hear you hear a lot of these uh, white moderates. You you heard them white moderates and even white um, conservatives who went and voted for um, Obama in 08. Then they're like, oh my God. We didn't know that's who he was. Oh, no. How could you have ever known who he was without looking at who he's whose pew he sat in for 20 years Yeah, in Chicago? Jeremiah Wright, the worst race baiting, bomb throwing, uh, nasty pastor there is in the United States. One of his sermon uh, highlights that Sean Hannity always played was GD America. You know, like he was, you know, saying how bad America was and. And, and dividing people along racial lines. I mean, yeah, he, he went to the racist church in yeah. Chicago. But no, this is the guy who wants to bring everybody together. He pretended to be a follower of, of Dr. Martin Luther King and, and his philosophy. But instead, he was actually, uh, you know, pushing racial division and racial hatred. And that's what that's what DEI, that's what uh, critical race theory, that's what the intent of all this is. It is to divide Americans so they can transform this country into something else. And, and critical race theory... It's not that it's just racist against white kids. It's racist against black kids. It's racist against Hispanic kids and Native American kids because it tries to put out this this line that, well, if you're a white kid, you're just born racist. You're born bad. But if you're a kid of color, you're born a victim. You can't really be anything because of the color of your skin. Okay, white liberals, that is racist too, whether you want to admit it or not. Wait, it's one thing if you're going to put these kind of hires in some cubicle somewhere to do paperwork. It's yet another thing, like has come out over the weekend, that you have people at the FAA... And the airlines saying that's how they're basing their hiring now. Yeah, I'm really concerned about the virtue signaling and the skin color of my pilot or, yeah. my, or my you know airline traffic controller, right? I know. I, I was thinking of that story because I guess the CEO of United Airlines is bragging about being a drag queen and dancing with <laughs> drag queens and diversity hires. And I'm thinking, you know, John, you and I both got to fly to Las Vegas next week for the SHOT Show. And uh, I... I hope I'm not on the diversity hire airplane. I'm hope on the, hey, they just got the job because they're a pretty stinking good pilot airplane. How, where do I check that box on the pre-flight instructions? You know? I'll pay. I'll pay extra to, to fly on Meritocracy Airlines. And, you know, I'll pay an extra hundred bucks. <laughs> Easy. You know, just, you know, I'll sit in the back. It'll be, Sir, uh, that flight is not available. <laughs> um, a lot of flights have been canceled because of global warming over the past couple of days. So, diversity air. <laughs> And die or die? I don't know. DEI is just killer to this country. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Bear Teeth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. 
Well, uh, speaking of playing the race card, we got to talk about Fannie Willis, that uh, prosecutor in Georgia who is abusing her position of power in the political per persecution against Donald J. Trump. We talked about it last week when, when John was in the House, but wait till you hear the latest as she's now playing the race card. It's just because I'm black. Uh, anyway, we'll get to that here in a second. But first, let's go to your phone calls. Phone lines are open for you, 406 294 Tim in Billings first up. Good to hear from you, Tim. Morning, Aaron. Morning, John. Uh, yeah, that Fannie Willis. Those Georgia taxpayers are saying, Girl, you got what I need. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Bismarck E? Was that Bismarck E? Is that, uh, but I, you I say he's just a friend. Come on, John. That's right. That's right. All together now. <laughs> oh, baby, you. Oh, man. You got like, what I need. <laughs> but you say he's just a friend. <laughs> this is like this is like a jerk in here. This is like you know, a couple of white guys trying to have rhythm here. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I, duh, Travis looks like Steve Martin in the other room right now. He's just doing his Forsyth, you know, jingle. You know, like, oh, that was awful. <laughs> it's sing along day on uh, Montana Talks. Oh man. <laughs> that was so, uh, what I was what I was really curious about over this weekend was uh, I would love for Ken to call in Ken and Great Falls, our favorite tree hugger from the from the Great Windy Plain up there. I'd love for him to explain to us how he stayed warm throughout the last several days without burning one ounce of fossil fuels. How as the wind didn't blow hard enough for the turbines to turn. The sun wasn't out. I'd love to hear how his batteries went dead. Tell us, Ken, how did you stay warm? Maybe the he's listening. I keep wondering if I wonder if he's listening in the eight o'clock hour. If he, you know, if because you know this uh, this eight o'clock hour edition in Great Falls is still relatively new. You know, so right. most people know about the nine o'clock hour statewide in Great Falls. But yeah, we're we're now rocking and rolling for this extra hour of the show. So yeah, no, it'd be great to hear from Ken if uh, if he's listening because, I mean. Electric vehicle prices are down significantly right now. I mean, these these automobile like five thousand auto dealers signed. Uh, they signed a letter saying, "We have too many of these on our lot. Stop pushing these EVs. Nobody wants to buy these things." And I'm like, "Man, there's a surplus. Maybe Ken finally got an electric vehicle, or he could buy one of the ones from Hertz because Hertz is going to go back to strictly gas powered vehicles. They're getting rid of all twenty thousand of their EV uh, fleet." They're going to go back to uh, gas-powered vehicles. It's That's almost right. like people could have foreseen this coming and said it was going to happen, but we were told that we hated humanity and we wanted everybody to die because of constant. <laughs> it's for the children. No, you're right. Hey, Tim, thanks for the phone call. Yeah, Hertz, the uh, the the rental car dealer Hertz has decided that they are not going to be buying any more of these electric vehicles or something to that, uh, to that effect. Hertz is one of the largest rental car companies in the world. And it plans to use all the money from selling these EVs and put it towards more gas-powered cars to meet up with customer demand. And um, if you look at the Hertz website right now where they're selling some, some of these cars, some Teslas are listed for as low as around $20,000. Back in 2021, Hertz committed to buying 100,000 Teslas to build up its EV fleet. But in 2022 and the beginning of 2023, the cost of Teslas started to drop. And now it's impacting costs for the rental car company.
All right, there you go. That was from Fox News Radio earlier this morning. Uh, John Jackson, let's see. I know we got we got a little sidetracked with the Bismarck Key reference. That was uh, hilarious from Tim and Billings. But you say he's just a friend. <laughs> so Fannie Willis says he's a good friend. She's not confirming or denying, though, whether they're romantically involved. But either way, I mean, even if they were just a friend, $650,000 that Georgia, Fulton County, Georgia prosecutor gave to her friend. And then he uses the $650,000 for both of them to go on vacation. Really nice vacations. Friends. Well, she pulled the Bill Clinton. She ran, she got caught, and so she runs right to a black church and gets up in the pulpit, and he, I, I, I'll quote her. She says, you cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. We need to be allowed to stumble. Right. Well, I've got the audio clip here. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if she had that bottle of hot sauce that Hillary Clinton brought to the black church when Hillary Clinton was also in some trouble, right? You know, just let's go pander now to black voters when we get busted, when we get caught. I, I don't know. I think I think more and more black voters have just absolutely had it with the Democrat Party and the destruction that they have been causing, especially uh, in, in the cities in America. But yeah, so... So Fannie Willis now, after she uh, is has this court filing uh, with these allegations, she's claiming, well, it's just because she's black. She's throwing out the race card, claiming that the reason why she's being attacked is 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 because she's black. And I hired one black man, another superstar, a great friend, and a great boy. Oh Lord, they gonna be mad when I call them out on this nonsense. First thing they say, oh, she's going to play the race card now. But no, God, isn't it them who's playing the race card when they only question one? Uh -huh. Isn't it them playing the race card when they constantly think, I need someone from some other jurisdiction in some other state to tell me how to do a job I've been doing almost 30 years? So there you go. There you go. She is throwing out the race card. Well, they're just criticizing this because he's black. Okay, first off, even if they aren't romantically involved, which is what this court filing alleges, if she gave a friend $650,000, I mean, that is wrong in itself. And then he uses the money to take her on fancy vacations. I mean, talk about pay to play. Well, when I first saw her face, uh, when has it been, like six months ago, I, you know what? First thing I thought was Marilyn Mosby. You look at her face. You look how she acts. She's she's identical to Marilyn Mosby, that crooked black female DA up in Baltimore that went after the cops behind the Freddie Gray thing. Well, you know where she is right now, waiting to go to jail because she got convicted of corruption. All right, same thing with this gal. Now, these what happened here? Is there a criminal charge to be made? I don't know Georgia law, and I haven't heard of enough of the details, but boy, it doesn't sound good. Well, and giving money to your friends or your family, uh, especially nearly three quarters of a million dollars, you would think that there's already laws on the books about this, but man, uh, who knows? Uh, yeah, let's see. Here was the other soundbite uh, that, that John referenced here. Benny Johnson shared this via Twitter. Uh, Daily Caller and Daily Wire, uh, Fox News, they all have stories on this now as well. But uh, here, here, in this audio clip, I wonder, is this her admitting 
that that she that she did something wrong here because uh, she's asking for grace all of a sudden. Like like John said, she's doing the Bill Clinton thing. We are behind in the history people. Heal me on this. We are ancestors. Heal me on this. When you can no longer sit back and just let other folks do. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. The Lord is completing us. We are not perfect. We need your prayers. We need to be allowed to stumble. We need grace. Uh, yeah, so there you go, John. I, I mean, you were a federal law enforcement officer. If in the midst of these allegations that she gave $650,000 to somebody she's romantically involved with to lead the prosecution against Trump, and then they go on vacations together, is what she just said right there a tell? Is she kind of telling on herself? Because she still never confirmed or denied if they if they were more than just friends. But being friends alone and men passing that kind of cash around is 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 bad. Here's what I've been saying for years. The... The reason you can never elect Democrats to these very high, important positions is see, she, in her position, she probably has the final authority to pay out these kind of monies, see? And it might not be technically against the law what she did here. It's, we all know it's corrupt and sleazy and cheesy and all that but because she's the top official it's her call see and that's why these people can never be elected in these and she's going after donald j trump so the law doesn't matter yeah. she's got the liberal mob media exactly. uh, at, at her side uh let's see let's go next into the phone lines we've got charlie in whitefish charlie thanks for the call what's on your mind hey good morning guys morning. another uh, chilly day in montana so a couple things I heard Tester is making contingency plans with uh, Chris Christie. After he gets beat, they're going to open up a low-cal restaurant in D.C. called We Ate All the Food. <laughs> I, will Fanny Willis be involved? It's got to have Fanny uh, in the name there at some point. It's got to. <laughs> well, they ran out of money, but, but they are hungry. <laughs> yeah, well. so, and then another, another note, have you seen the commercials? With uh, John Tess, or well, with the guy giving the hunting lesson, you know, and they're looking for, you know, the government wants to shut down the oh yeah 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 courses. Yep, yeah. And did the... you notice in the commercial he says, "I called my buddy John Tester, and he got with his Republican colleagues because no Democrat would ever vote for something that's actually freedom worthy and fun." Mm-hmm. Yeah, was that? So he mentioned. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Was so pathetic in that whole ad. I mean, the the guy in the commercial is a is a is a Democrat operative with a Democrat front group, the Montana Wildlife uh, uh, Outfit. So he's, he works for a Democrat uh, outfit that's funded by Hans Wies and these environmental extremists, right? And then he's in this yeah. ad. Oh, John got the Republicans to support Hunter's Ed in the schools. John Tester voted for the bill that put Hunter's Ed at risk in the first place. And then he has this this phony guy uh, hop on this ad to somehow you know twist the truth. Yeah, yeah. But what I loved was that. He just mentioned the only people that would help him is Republicans. So what does that tell you? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. John Tester had to go get the Republicans to reverse the bad decision that John Tester made that was that was signed into law by John's buddy Joe Biden. Well said, Charlie. Great to hear from you. Uh, what what would the restaurant be named? Uh, 
Piggly Wiggly's already taken, so that one's out. But uh, and anyway. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Hey, look at that. Look at that. John, we just got a message from Sean in Shelby listening to Montana Talks. He shared a uh, picture of his screen on his dashboard. Minus 40, 40 below zero in Shelby, Montana this morning. Looking good. (laughs) You know, at those temperatures, just like, you know, all across the state these last few days, if you have any weakness, any opening in your structure, in your vehicle, anywhere where that coal will get in, it will get in and it's going to mess something up. That's right. Hey, uh, so when Tim and Billings uh, called in and, and did the Bismarck Key reference, you know, she says he's just a friend. And she gave him 650k to go after Trump, and then they went on vacations together. Were you familiar with that song? Did you know oh, yeah. that reference? Okay, you know the song. Yeah, yeah. Because anyway, I was playing it. Uh, I was asking Travis, but he's been busy running around, so I don't know if he if he heard the song. At the risk of me very poorly singing uh, Bismarck, he's just a friend. Let's hear. You know, let's hear. Uh, Nobody beats the biz, so let's go to a little Bismarck for you here. like a DJ back here, John? Look, I'm like, top floor. Oh, my God. Top floor of the double oh, tree. Eric, Pointing stop. to the audience. Yeah, 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 Come yeah, yeah, on yeah, now. Oh, no, no, my God. I'm pretty fly for a white guy. Come on now. Come on now. Man. Never do that Don't. again. <laughs> I'm going to put my headset down. I'm going to do some push-ups right now oh, just to make God. up for that one. <laughs> well, see, they, that's the reason she had to take to the pulpit because they got the receipts, man. She, I mean, oh, yeah. she took these vacations. She gave the money to her lover. There's no way of denying this. So you just got to, you know, you got to throw the race car. You got to go to black church. You got to say, you know, it's we just have to be allowed to stumble. Yeah, tell that to a jury. See how, see how that works out for you with a jury by just... Just telling them that you stumbled. Well, in Washington D.C., it might work, right? You get a tainted jury pool in these, uh, you know, heavily Democrat districts, and the law doesn't matter. It's yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get back into the phone lines here. We've got. Uh, I think we were talking about Diversity Airlines. Uh, Ron and Big Fork uh, on the phone lines. Ron, thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah, I uh, I went on Fox uh, News this weekend, and I read an article that absolutely defies logic, and I think John is going to really get a kick out of this one. But before I go into that, I just want to tell you, um, Tester's Restaurant is going to be called the Casa Kilbasa. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I was, I, I, I like John had a, had an idea something about pork bellies or something, wasn't it? Uh, porkies. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which ties in well with all the, the pork barrel spending he's been doing, and oh, the yeah. $27 trillion dollars in debt yeah. goes well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry to interrupt there, Ron. Yeah, the FAA has announced in their push for diversity and equality, this, this is a true story. They are in, in, in a mode where they're going to hire, uh, in the name of diversity, people with severe intellectual and psychiatric disabilities, 
hearing loss, vision loss, missing limbs, partial and complete paralysis, severe intellectual disability, psychiatric disability, and dwarfism. This, this is true. It is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's actually a Fox News headline. I saw this from the libs of TikTok via Twitter. FAA's diversity push includes focus on hiring people with, quote, severe intellectual and psychiatric disabilities. What? Yep. Yep. It's, it's gone over the top. Now they're, now they're really uh, putting people's lives in danger. These are morons. And you can imagine who the diversity officer for the FAA is. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Anyway, that's all. It's I just have. absolutely crazy. All right, Ron, thanks for calling in. Yeah, and John, you know, you and I were just talking during one of the breaks. I mean, they've had windows, you know, fall, you know, just the whole window just falling off the airplane. They're they're telling people, well, if you're traveling with young babies now, you need to buckle them in into their car seat, or they can get sucked out of the side of the airplane. But no, we got but we got a you know an airline CEO, you know, bragging about being a drag queen and. And promoting that, promoting this diversity, equity, and inclusion. And now the FAA's diversity push includes focus on hiring people with severe intellectual and psychiatric disabilities. Your daily reminder, all of these people are effing insane. Okay, and through, up through last summer, okay, this, this holiday season with Thanksgiving and Christmas went fairly well. But just up through six months ago, after the Biden regime crippled the airline industry with their COVID policies, and it took them years to start digging out from it, you know, to hire back all these pilots and flight attendants and, and um, air traffic controllers. And now you see when they're maybe just getting out from under all this, you're seeing who they're going to start hiring with the airlines, with the FAA, people that have absolutely no business being there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, hey, I mentioned this earlier, but uh, the Federalist.com has this piece uh, about, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, holiday and, you know, Martin, recognizing uh, the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And this piece at the Federalist.com says leftists hate MLK because they care more about the color of skin than the content of character. And then I shared the polling numbers that show how race relations uh, the polling Americans back in the early 2000s, you know, were were felt very good about the status of race relations. But after the divisiveness of Barack Hussein Obama and the racial division being promoted by these CRT enthusiasts, uh, that, that the, the polling has just plummeted down into like the low 40s. And that was in 2021. I, I bet the numbers might be even worse today. Uh, but but I mentioned, you know, Tim and Savage uh, made some really good points and he actually quoted the words of Dr. King. Let me see if I queued it up in the right spot and uh, I'll share a little bit of this reaction from Tim and Savage for you. Well, you alluded to this just a little bit about half an hour ago, but I'm just reflecting on what the purpose of today is. And I think you're, you're right on. I think that uh, it's going to get squashed because we can't have this sort of talk going on anymore. I mean, I've got, I pulled up here the exact transcript of Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech, and I have a dream that on that one day on the Red Hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at a table of brotherhood. I have a dream that my four children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. I have a dream today. And that, that's absolutely opposite of what they want right now on what the extreme left is doing. They want 
that DEI. They want people to be judged by their appearance, by their race, by their DNA, by all of these other things other than their character. Um, MLK Jr. has also said, uh, a dream that little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. And we just absolutely can't have that because if everybody sits together, then we can't have divisiveness. Then we can't draw the, put these wedges in between all those things that unite us. And I, I don't know how they're going to do it, but the, the spirit of MLK Jr. is going to be continue to be squashed by the radical left as they try to continue to divide all of us. All right. So my, my argument is that, you know, you watch, I think, I think the liberal left in America will eventually try to Try to get rid of MLK Day, just like they try to get rid of Columbus Day and call it something else, because they despise his message of of judging people by the by merit instead of color, by judging people by the content of their character and the, instead of the color of their skin. So I think they eventually they're going to try to do away with MLK Day and turn it into something else. Uh, but Tim also made another great point, which is which is the fact that that you know you're going to hear a lot of talk about about Dr. King today, but most in the media will ignore or downplay the role his Christian faith played in his fight uh, for civil rights. Yeah, they don't want to hear about it. You, you remember growing up, you heard about MLK Day a lot uh, during the day and all that. Nowadays, you don't, they're not talking about it anymore for the very reasons you just mentioned. They're talking about Juneteenth and all that other stuff that is more representative of their communist, violent, racist ideology that they are all about today. But even when they talk about Juneteenth, Juneteenth should be about celebrating what America did to end slavery. What the UK did to end slavery, slavery has always been a part of world history. It continues to be, be happening in the world today in communist China and parts of the Middle East, but they don't want to talk about that. Instead, they want to say, America's bad, America's bad. But what? And they try to make Juneteenth to remind people about division and to remind people and to gin up and stoke hatred and anger. When in reality, they should they should they should remind people what America did to end slavery. And oh, by the way, the very people who fought to end slavery were the very Christians that fought for civil rights and the very Christians that are in the that are the, the forefront of the pro-life movement and the Second Amendment movement as well, because because, you know, the, the KKK wanted to take away gun rights from from black Americans in the South back then, and they want to do it again today. If you are middle class of any color, but particularly if you are white, middle class in this country, remember one thing. These people hate you. They want you jailed, dead, doesn't matter. Where's your mask? <laughs> they angrily stare you down. Even still, Get your jab. four years later, they still angrily look at you behind their mask. <laughs> Don't they, John? You've oh, seen it. Yeah. You've seen it. He stared them down in response, and then they, they looked away after that. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. You know, it's clear that a contempt of Congress charge is the least of their worries. Jonathan Turley on Fox actually put it really well. He said the response to Hunter by the House should be short and simple. Toying with Congress may had may have had recreational and political appeal. But it also has legal costs. And Hunter may be the president's son, but that does not... You don't get a mulligan on contempt. For most Americans, there are no legal mulligans. If you try to defraud the federal government for years and you don't pay your taxes, you don't get a do-over when you get caught. If you lie in a gun application and lose your gun in a trash can near a high school, you're not going to get sympathy from any federal prosecutor. 
Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Ronald Reagan took this country from the depths of inflation in the 1970s to economic prosperity in just a few years' time. He knows a thing or two about saving a country in distress. And now you can get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. All qualified callers who call the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco, this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Call 855-815-GOLD and get yours free while supplies last. Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited-run half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. They're a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. Call them today at 855-815-GOLD and get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Call 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. This is the Montana Economic Minute. Are tight labor markets permanent? COVID seemed to produce shortages of all kinds, especially workers. But the pandemic has eased and Montana employers still struggle to fill job openings, which, as you might recall, was the case before any of us heard of social distancing. Why have workers become more scarce? Demand has played a role. A surge of older, affluent baby boomers heading into retirement aren't buying more stuff, cars, houses, or big screen TVs. They're buying services, health care, food at restaurants, and lawn care. These things are hard to automate and require more warm bodies to produce. But the big story is supply. Demographics have been charting a course for an older population for decades, and the destination has arrived. Super low birth rates will produce more of the same in the years ahead. And facing the loss of public assistance for education, housing, and cash support, potential workers can find that staying out of the labor force pays more than working. I'm Patrick Barkey. Data rates may apply. Studies available upon request. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, John, just a, it's a little boo thing. It's a little boo thing. 650K, then we get to go on vacations together. Man, what a nice little scam they got going down there. Just a little boo thing in Georgia. They get to go after Trump, $650,000. I wonder where they went for vacation, too. I mean, well, see, I worked for people like this, and you, know, you realize that that guy at the top of the chain, he has complete and other authority over the money. He can decide where that money, who that money goes to. And I saw it quite a few times where, you know, bad guys at the top were funneling money to people that were obviously in some kind of friendship, you know, kind of, you know, little crooked relationship going on there. Boy, it looked really bad. That's why your vote for people that are at the top, you have to realize that awesome power that they have the ability to be corrupt and quite possibly get away with it so the iowa caucuses are today uh and want to get your take on the iowa caucuses here before we run out of time this hour of the show and then we can talk some more montana specific stories in the nine o'clock hour of the show but first hey uh I, i don't know if you guys are this way when it gets really cold or when there's a change in air pressure 
do you start feeling pain in, in your joints even more so than normal? I mean, you're, you, sometimes you're feeling that neck or the, the back anyway. But then when there's a, a change in air pressure, oh, man, why am I feeling achy all of a sudden? Well, let me tell you what, if, if that is you, uh, we've got an option for you now that doesn't involve surgery, that doesn't involve painkillers, and that doesn't involve the downtime that you might get uh, if you had to go to surgery as well. QC Kinetics specializes, in fact, they're the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. That's where they take the healing agents that are already in your body and put them directly into your achy joints. You can get a free consultation today. Get your life back, get moving again, and then when the pressure changes, uh, we'll take off the pressure. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation, 406-201-6263. That's QC Kinetics, 406-201-6263. All right, John, I want to get your take. Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, he's been pretty supportive of, of President Trump on the campaign trail, even though he's technically running against him in the presidential primary right now. But uh, but Donald Trump has finally started going after Vivek Ramaswamy, especially after this line. It's going to take somebody from the outside to do this. We're in the middle of a war in this country. And if you want a commander in chief and a general to lead us to victory, pick the general who isn't yet wounded in that war. And I will actually lead us to victory while respecting his legacy at every step of the way. All right, so that was Vivek Ramaswamy on the campaign trail in Iowa. Hey, I, I respectfully disagree with Vivek there. I want somebody who's been on the front lines, who's been through the fire, who's seen the whites of their eyes. What's your reaction? From the get-go, I saw Vivek as a guy who's very, very smart. He's, I mean, you talk about articulate and good on his feet. But I mean, but, oh, I love media, a lot of what he says. Yeah. I mean, he goes at the media like, I mean, right off the top of his head, just hammering him. He's, he's really good at that. But my take on him from the get-go is he's a con man. Um, he's out there and is going to switch and do whatever he needs to do to get where he needs to go. Somebody's willing to pay him. He'll take the pay. He's just that guy. He's, he's a con man. And up until now, he was kind of um, out there supporting Trump. And you see this turned on him right here. I like his message. I like his method, but I do not trust him. See, and I, I mean, I think he's just trying to get attention and, and trying to get his message out. And, and it's worked out well for him in, in, in that regard. But uh, but yeah, I think clearly a misstep uh, to take a shot directly at, at Trump there because I think so far, you know, I think he's done a good job of combating some of the anti-Trump nonsense that some of the other candidates have been throwing out there. But I wonder how many of them pack up their bags after Iowa, and it's not because they're going to the next primary. Well, that's what we've been talking about on our podcast. If you see these people that don't pack up their bags, you know something funny is in the offing here. All right. Okay, we got a lot to talk about coming up in the uh, 9 o'clock hour of the show. We'll also uh, have the phone lines open for you, 406-294-0970, if you want to call in. Securing America. The U.S. conducted more strikes against Houthi-controlled sites in Yemen over the weekend as coalition forces continue to aim to disrupt the Houthis' ability to fire at commercial vessels in the Red Sea. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby discussed the strike Sunday on CBS's Face the Nation. We think that we had good effect on that. We're still assessing uh, the battle damage assessment of those strikes, but we think we had good effect. Kirby further discussed the principle behind the strikes. 
Nobody wants a conflict with the Houthis. We're not looking for a conflict with Yemen here. We're trying to get these attacks to stop. And says the Houthis will now have a choice as to whether they should or will continue their actions. The right choice is to stop these reckless attacks. And no matter what they say, this is not about uh, punishing Israel. I mean, one of the ships they took a shot at yesterday was Panamanian flag that was taking Russian oil. It had nothing to do with Israel. U.S. leaders do expect the Houthis to try and strike back. Kevin Uretzky, Fox News.